All right, folks. Well, let's uh, let's wade into the uh, mm. sign waters here after our uh, little what I keep calling a side quest, but it was a continuation of the story for sure uh, that sent around Alexi and yeah. What happened? Some shit went down, Christy. <laughs> oh yeah, my character yeah, actually, really died. Good. Alexi's dead. <laughs> Alexi's dead. We, Alexi's dead, and we had to eat to survive. And yeah. So, uh, <laughs> There was, we there ate was, the snacks there in his bag. Yeah, there was we fed down. most of it to Sarah because she really needed the sustenance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she's now his, she absorbed his power and she's his son. Yeah, she's massive, but she still looks like a child. <laughs> Strangers are just friends you haven't met yet. <laughs> wait, wait, but layer on the Sarah voice in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strangers are just friends you haven't met yet. Alexi is Dracula. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) pretty much. Last time on Sign. Uh, That my father is um, lost in the woods, and perhaps he is dead. But I need help in finding, at the very least, his body. Of course, I will help you find your father. Okay, if I could describe like a snake, like a person, and his name is Gitz. So you see um, uh, a very robust looking woman. And you would have heard Alexei Marixa call this person Thistle. Where is the thief? What was stolen? Silver. Thistle kind of looks towards the grave. Not him, the one who did this to him. Thikram, son of a bitch, killed my fucking dad. So the morning, uh, Alexei, after the incidents or the events of uh, last night, um, sure enough, Alexei, you were, you know, uh, you might still be on watch. Maybe you did a double duty of staying on watch, depending on where his head is at. Marixa has not really been able to sleep, so a lot of times she would have been up as well. And as soon as, like, kind of, like, dawn breaks, uh, she seems pretty keen to actually dig up her father um, to uh, check on the nature uh, of his wounds, if that can be, you know, assessed there. Um, and she brought a shovel, uh, and she's uh, just starts uh, doing that. I think if it's if it's like early morning, Alexi is asleep in the same pose by the tree that he was in when he was on watch, and and is like coming to, I guess, as the morning is sort of dawning. I think Alexi um, is gonna go look for Sarah. I'm gonna say that. Um, Alexa, you might be surprised to see, you know, in those, like, like, it's like one of those scenes in a movie or something like that, where it's like, oh, that's right. Let's see where Sarah is. And then like, she's actually like right there. Mm -hmm. Like Sarah might've actually like found her way to like, like close to you to hang, like just sleep near you. And just sighs of uh, a sigh of relief. Um, as he sort of like gently shakes her awake, Sarah kind of like, like wakes up slowly. And she kind of just like looks up to Alexi. Uh, wordlessly, just just like is every no no she not sorry she's gonna look up and she's gonna be like is everything okay? Listen, Sarah, last night I uh, I was uh, afraid, angry. Uh, I want you to know that you are safe 
with me. She kind of like smiles a little and she's like, mm hmm. And I think with that, he just sort of uh, sheds a bit of that like sort of um, sentimental feeling and sort of gets up and stretches and ah, all right, well, we're not going to uh, complete our mission by sitting here. <laughs> Let's uh, start the day. What do you say? Hank Thistle is up at this point and at first is surprised to see that because I think she thought Gitz was going to take the watch and kind of looks around, sees Gitz sleeping, kind of rolls her eyes. And then um, you said Marixa was digging up the grave? Yeah, yeah. Cool. So I think she's going to see that and be a little surprised. And then she's going to walk over. Do you want some help? Uh, sure. Thanks. She kind of hands you the uh, shovel. Um, kind of back to our energy of being pretty uncertain and fraught about the circumstances. Um, so this is going to take the shovel and start digging. But if Gitz is like close by, she's also going to kick <laughs> the bottom of his foot <laughs> to try and wake him up. So I guess Gitz like, uh, and he like gets up and he looks over and he's like, hey, uh, oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> do you need help? Oh, are you, you're digging up. Oh, I'm, and he gets up and yeah. he like immediately helps. He just like like sobers and wakes up and just goes over. Yeah, I want to see um, what kind of uh, any wounds, if any, uh, my father received. Yeah, so you decided on digging it. All right, I I dig it. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, after what we heard from last night, if Vikram did do this, I want to find more proof. And then that like I think like hits gets, and then he looks over at. Thistle, and he's like, right, Vikram, yeah. Why don't you take a f- first look at Donal here and s- tell me what you see as, uh, yeah, you are sure enough, you know, uncovering the uh, the corpse of Donal here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, if, uh, well, I know you probably don't have the stats handy, but uh, I think I have them here. If you want to make uh, intelligence rules, if both of you are just kind of surveying uh, the body here. Neither of you have uh, skills related to this, uh, so this would just be a straight intelligence roll. I rolled a one. Okay, so gets yeah, you rolled an eight total. So uh, yeah, it's kind of it's uh, a little uh, hurtful to see your friend Donald uh, dead, uh, and uh, it, it you almost don't want to investigate further. Uh, Eleven. Nice. Um, so Thistle, you have more insight here. Uh, he clearly has, uh, as you kind of almost feel around and then move the body, uh, a, a gouge in his back uh, that is probably like, uh, you know, um, four inches uh, kind of long uh, and, you know, perhaps uh, like an inch deep kind of thing. Uh, he was also stabbed uh, in the front. It looks like or punctured rather in the front. Uh, and then also something, again, with that leaven to use vague uh, terminology, something to do with his uh, legs or feet as they've been distressed, as in the clothing around there, and even uh, kind of torn at certain points. Um, those are his uh, injuries. Uh, so from what I know of Vikram, Merxa says, he seems to wield um, an axe and a short blade. He's got those dogs. He's a formalist, doesn't shut up about that. What do you, uh, what do you think? We can't present these wounds to the others unless you bring them here. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that our word will be enough. I would rather not 
move the body. I know Vikram murdered and buried him, but I just feel like this is his resting place and he should stay here. Agreed. What you're going to need is a seed. Something to cast doubt before you make your move. I was also thinking, um, and uh, again, to be clear, Alexi, like Merck's is also checking in with you uh, as well, I hear. Yeah. And uh, she's almost not looking at Sarah a ton because she realizes not great conversation matter for Sarah, but she just needs to, like, she needs to have this discussion. So, mm-hmm. um, but Merck's goes and say, but I was thinking that um, Vikram is planned, uh, planning this glorious hunt. I don't know what his plan is, but... It's probably going to be multiple hunting parties. If we can get him alone and stalk him and kill him in the woods, maybe no one needs to know it was us. Will that satisfy you and the others? I I don't know how important it is that... I guess we'll just have to see. I I just mean practically. That's the only way I can... the, The most efficient way of doing this. Is that course gets kind of like puts his hand on her shoulder and says, whatever you, whatever course you think is right, we'll follow at least. And then he looks over at Thessaly. He's like, I will. Thanks. Thank you all. I just don't know. I think it'd be important to my dad for the group to know that they were siding with his murderer and they should learn from this. You can't just, trust a friendly face, but uh, I'm not great with people. I, I wouldn't know how to argue that. Uh, and I think at that point, Alexi, um, Alexi just sort of chimes in. He just says, um, Silver! S- silver? Yes, Silver. Like, like the Great One said. Silver. If... Uh, it is true that Vikram is the man that slew your father. Then the piece of silver should be on his person. Right. That's what you told me that uh, Esper said. Gets is looking around like everyone's insane. That will certainly add as proof to us. But again, this is all kind of, well, not critically, this is all kind of hearsay to them, but it's it's a crazy story, so maybe they'll believe it because of its uniqueness. And Alexi just sort of sighs. It is complicated. Yes, I know. But seek the truth. And in my experience, everything else seems to work out. Alexi, if I go back and tell the truth and they don't believe me, and I get kicked out of the broadheads. I have nowhere to go. Uh, this is my family. I, I got nowhere to go. Um, Merxa goes back to the body um, and uh, looks almost to be considering um, to uh, touch it there, but instead she actually picks up the baseball cap uh, that was on the grave and puts it on her own head um, and uh, kind of looks down and um, just says... You all get ready to move out. I'll, I'll put him back on the earth. Um, Gets is going to like walk uh, 
towards the direction of where Sarah is and uh, pos- and like kind of like like he's going to walk by Sarah, but then uh, he's going to look down and he's going to like kind of stop and he's just going to like look and he's like, I heard a rumor that, that you're on the run. Then he like looks down and says this to Sarah. Um, she kind of, uh, you know, Sarah soaking this, uh, this whole evening's events in to the morning, uh, kind of looks up at you, uh, and just holds your gaze. Where'd you hear that from? Mm, around the camp. And he gives a sly smile and, uh, starts walking away and he's like, there's always a price attached to people on the run. And he keeps walking away. Uh, Sarah's kind of watches, uh, gets walk away and kind of look up to Alexi and like, we should be careful. Um, Alexi is, uh, <laughs> it just sort of, it, it's at Sarah's height, the camera. And it's like looking at her as she like looks up and it says, yeah, we should be careful. And then it, the camera, like it does that thing where she's in focus, but the background yeah. is blurry. And then like, <laughs> as like, as she loses focus, you see Alexi's fist is like yeah. tense and like, oh. and just like crumpled as it comes into focus. Alexi is just like crunching his fist, just white knuckles. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Give yourself an inspiration point for that beautiful uh, camera image. So specific. I love it. So, uh, yes. So the next scene we see here is, uh, you know, almost perhaps a bit of a montage of, uh, you know, the five of you leaving the site, uh, the gorgeousness of the day, heading back to the boat, uh, you know, uh, launching the boat, being on the water. uh, And all of this takes about a couple hours um, here. They're on the boat and uh, Alexi is like, uh, say, like, Marix is doing something with a rope of some kind. I don't know. She's like wrapping it around. She's, you know, preparing to land or whatever it is. And, um, uh, maybe like chopping up the gas or doing, doing some kind of boat maintenance. Uh, (laughs) and, um, yay guys, I spent my whole life on a boat. Uh, (laughs) um, uh, uh, Alexi just sort of, um, kneels down and just says, um, why don't you help Marixa um, learn a few things? Uh, maybe try to pick up some skills. And Sarah, I think, would just be like, uh, just like nod and, you know, starting to get the flow of Alexi's being like, okay, sure. She uh, goes over to uh, Marixa. Um, and then I think with that, he kind of like stands up and uh, just sort of like slowly turns uh, to see Gitz. Uh, just sort of like maybe at the back of the boat, just like rifling through his deck of cards or like something like, yeah, just to himself. Um, and I think uh, Alexia, Alexi like walks over to Gitz uh, and just like throws a hand on his shoulder and just says like, Gitz, my man, listen, it was very nice working with you. Yeah, yeah. And he like puts a, puts a, a, a hand on like reaches up to put the hand on Alexa's shoulder. Yeah, same with you, man. Um, and I think um, with without hesitation, I think uh, Alexi just sort of like grabs Gitz by by both shoulders and pins him up uh, against the side of the boat. I, I like to think that Thistle notices this, but like kind of turns her head and then kind of like just turns back. <laughs> 
Okay, so, uh, yeah, just bearing in mind, again, this boat is, like, a small personal craft, you know, aluminum boat, uh, and so it does, like, kind of fit you all, you know, uh, at its limit kind of thing. So pinning him against the side of it would be, like, kind of rocking the boat uh, to the side oh. here a little bit. Oh, in that case, Thistle we a- just looks over and then casually shifts her weight so that yeah. the boat is more <laughs> evenly distributed. As amazing as that instinct is, I might want to revise my action if if that's the boat we're on. I thought we were sure. on a boat like that had like a little like thing in the middle where yeah. someone could drive or whatever, that's like what a like a steamboat yeah, willy yeah. type of deal, you know, like a tugboat or something. Yeah, no, no, it's even it's even smaller. It's, it's just like one an of these. It's, it's like, like a, an outboard engine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So then I think so. Then rev- quick revision. Uh, I think Alexi, um, Alexi, like he's got his hand on on gets his shoulder and uh, and just says. Um, uh, yeah, he says, uh, yeah, it was great working with you. Gets says, hey, same to you. And then uh, Alexi just kind of, Alexi just kind of goes, um, yes, uh, I would hate, I would hate for something to spoil this great working relationship that we have created. Gets kind of like, looks into the eyes of Alexi, like reading him. And then like, nods slowly and he's like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, and uh, he uh, he like uh, takes like gets his hand off his shoulder and just like just sort of hands his own hand back to him. Uh, and like as he does so and just says, um, "I never noticed how thin you are, Gitz. You have arms like a toothpick or a branch." <laughs> As uh, as Alexi just like hands it back to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So then gets 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 kind of like spitting poison, casual spo- poison back. Is like, yeah, it lets me dodge around bigger things, easy, you know. All right, both of you make a charisma roll because you're trying to do a charisma off here. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so yeah, both of you make charisma it's... rolls here. Uh, I don't. Yeah. So. Gets, yeah, none of your skills related to intimidation. Yeah, I don't remember what his charisma was, but uh, heart of gold, heart of gold. Uh, <laughs> yeah. no, it was the opposite of heart of gold right uh, now. I rolled the three. Heart of darkness. Okay, heart of darkness. So that would bring it up to a uh, eleven. Dude, heart of darkness. Roll, 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 roll. Big roll. Fourteen. Yeah, so uh, gets you can kind of like while sweating be like, yeah, it yeah, helps yeah. me avoid being crushed by you. But yeah. it, it is very imposing. Alexi is going to win this contest. Okay, so can I like, I guess rephrase or like like the like the sure. tone of how I was saying it. So like he wants to kind of like yeah, he's like, yeah, it lets me uh, uh, dodge around <laughs> easier, you know. <laughs> uh, and I think Alexi with that just sort of um, just sort of his expression of like sort of the veil of like politeness and sort of jokiness sort of disappears as he, as he looks at gets in the eyes and just says, uh, and just says enough of the games gets do not cross me. Understand. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to assume, yeah, the charisma uh, gets, gets like is sweating, gets like, like breaks into like a weird sweat in this moment. And he's like, he's, and he just kind of like, Yeah. And uh, you're interrupted by Marixa as you're approaching the landing. As Marixa just kind of yells like, Gates, get ashore, tie a rope. Gates does like the smoothest slink you've ever, he's like, whoop, like, like, yes, <laughs> ma'am. And like, like, just like a snake just like slithers around. <laughs> it just goes to where Marixa is being, uh, calling him. 
Can Fenriel have seen that entire exchange? Oh, see, you can see them arriving in a boat, but from my understanding, it's just like it's, you know, uh, Alexei just kind of like maybe moving his hand back, but it's, you know, I mean, I, I suppose you can make a roll for it, but it's going to be with like disadvantage. It'd be very hard. Even though I'm in a tree and I'm high up? Yeah, because they're far away on a boat and like you wouldn't hear them because the noise of the engine would cancel it out. And from my understanding, that whole body language was pretty, very subtle. But uh, we can make a roll for it. This... Nah. Okay. <laughs> Nah. Sorry. Nah. God says no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is that from? <laughs> Nothing. That's just you. Everything you like that. Sense. You're just so funny and quirky. Okay. Julian. Every time we ask with a that. question. <laughs> yes. God says yes. Yes. That needs to be your DM voice. I would like that. <laughs> yeah, that's very sustainable for me. And in front of you, you see. But can't you imagine? You're just like God says. Ask again later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but uh, but Fenrir, you can certainly see, uh, or probably be like the first person to see the boat uh, returning, even on the horizon, uh, as in even before like the sound is kind of hit here. Uh, that is certainly uh, something that you could spy uh, if you wish to uh, use that. I do wish. I wish to spy. <laughs> okay, so you, Does you God spy say this. yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Guys, let's not, let's not make this voice a thing. <laughs> uh, but yes, Julian, you see this. do you not know us? We make everything a thing. <laughs> I love you and hate you for it. So I imagine that um, after this exchange... We see the horizon with the boat coming in, and then there's kind of this swoop down to where you see um, the tree line, and Fenriel is just still, she's fallen asleep, like, you know, with her arms crossed, and me an arm kind of hanging out of the tree, her blackened hand, and all of a sudden she, like, hears this sound from far away, because she's got heightened hearing, I think, and um, she just is up like a shot, like, without even um, a beat, she's climbing down the tree, uh, Fennec beside her, and she's running. She's just running to the dock. So in that case, as they're kind of coming ashore here, uh, Fennec and Fenrir, you are the you know first person to greet them as uh, other you know on- onlookers are coming by here, and you see uh, similar to yesterday, uh, Vikram is organizing everyone into like a like a, a firing line for like target practice here. Um, so that's what's going in the mm. background. But uh, yeah, uh, Gitz, you jump ashore, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, the whole party is here. And Fenrir, you are rejoined with Lexi and Sarah, uh, who is fine. And uh, yeah, just in the back of the uh, boat here. And I think like Fenrir's like down on her knees as soon as she sees Sarah just being like, are you hurt? What were you thinking? Why would you run off like that? Sarah's just like, yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. I just, I'm I'm fine. I'm good. It's, I. And I think while she's stuttering, Fenrir looks at her and goes, I told you to be brave, not stupid. Sarah, Sarah, like has like a second where she looks, uh, like like how do I put it? Like a, like she takes the stupid, in a, where she looks like angry for like half a second. She's like like you know like the like you just call me stupid, but then that drops very quickly after, and she just kind of like looks down and she's like, sorry. And I think at that moment, Alexi like jumps in. Take it easy on the girl. And Fenriel turns on him just before he can even say anything. She's just like, um, she just looks at him and goes, 
And you, you're no better. You should have turned around the minute you saw she was in the boat. How long did you take before you realized she was there? As Marixa does kind of, uh, because again, small boat, so Gitz and Thistle are also in this equation. Uh, but Marixa says, uh, apologies. Uh, by the time we found her, we couldn't because of the gas. Federal's kind of like, doesn't even realize there's other people there. So she just kind of <laughs> looks at this person like having a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Funny. taken aback, but like also just like on, she's got that like, mo- like that uh, feral look about her. Mm-hmm. And she just looks at Alexia and looks at Sarah and just kind of like scoffs and throws her hands in the air and walks off again. Like she, they're just, just, nothing is going right. <laughs> um, yeah, Alexia just sort of says um, like to Marixa, um, thank you. She is a difficult one. And you just hear Benrail, I can hear you. <laughs> um, Alexi just says, uh, see what I mean? He whispers really quietly. Finger. <laughs> She's from across the ocean, right? With that accent? Uh, I don't really know. <laughs> uh, as far as I know, she's from a tree. <laughs> <laughs> she looks it. <laughs> nice. As uh, Rixa, you know, is uh, just tying up the lines here. It's like while that conversation was happening, I just can I, Gits and this will have a quick thing. Like, sure, of course. Like they're like helping out. And there's like that conversation and the franticness and it's all. But like, meanwhile, in the background, there's like gets kind of like leans over to Thistle and he's like, hey, Thistle, where do those wanted posters we got from the catalyst catalysts earlier? Where do we leave those? Is this a thing, Julian? No, so yeah, we'll we'll say that I, I imagine that catalysts actually have not been through this area. Okay, got it. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, um, I uh, okay, sorry. I think <laughs> you've gotten into too much of the. <laughs> been huffing the gasoline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why don't you stick to um, your magic tricks? Okay, and he pulls out his cards and then does something fucking nuts. <laughs> 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 and no role necessary that he just does, just does something some fucking nuts. Fucking nuts. I, I want a luck roll. Uh, this is a luck roll. Yes, uh, I'm so into it. This going to fucking blow your mind with magic. <laughs> what if he fucking like creates like a fucking do- like doves Dove? fly out? Like, yeah. I mean, I got a 10. Okay, yeah, 10 is not super informative. Like, for me, this is a realm, Stefan obviously choose whatever, but this is a realm of, like, you know, you know those people who can, like, uh, rotate half the deck with one hand? Yeah. It's just like, yeah. it's like, it's just like, yeah, like, you know, not everyone can do that, but to Louise's point, like, yeah, it's not magic. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Magic. You did that cool thing where you, like, bend them and they, they like, like, yeah, splay yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can do that. Yeah, or that. That does not take skill, uh, so good call. So, uh, so Stefan, it's one of those options, or both. I'll oh, yeah, both. Chris, Christy's a card snob. Chris's like, that doesn't take any skill, dude. That's so easy. <laughs> so easy, right? <laughs> Ask me to do it right now, though, and I just won't. I just won't. Yeah. Yeah, he does this like card thing. Sorry, I was, I was, I, I was making a large assumption. I was gonna ask you, Julian, if this is a thing, but I'm happy to know it's not. So he just goes, yeah, whatever, and then goes like, but watch this, and then does like the most middle of the road thing ever <laughs> yeah and is, is there a reaction from thistle there's like a long pause <laughs> come on nothing That's really a nice trick but not my card 
<laughs> and she, and she takes away. the card and throws that one into the lake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. or just this will do a really <laughs> sick trick. <laughs> this is like, but watch yeah. this. <laughs> this will not in line with their character at all. This is the sickest <laughs> magic trick. Just so sick. <laughs> she always does this to me. Yeah. Uh, she David Blaine's you hard. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. She's been um, a bubble for four days. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah so this is happening in the background here with Marissa collecting the line Vikram is also kind of holding court here as like I said he's kind of lining up these people uh, he kind of calls down to everyone at the dock being like great you've returned good to see that Sarah's with you we were worried about that didn't know you had a stowaway that wasn't part of the plan was it no it wasn't the woods are very dangerous <laughs> indeed um Perhaps we don't need to speak of this publicly, but um, did you find any new information regarding the dearly departed Donald? Nope. Uh, I, I think with that, <laughs> yeah, fair. I think with that, uh, Alexi just sort of says like uh, to Sarah, just sort of like pats her on the back and just says like, uh, come, Sarah, we, our job is done for now. Let us rest. As he like walks by Vikram. No, nothing. No action, big man. Anything exciting in the woods? All right, she found his hat. It was very sad. Well, we didn't find any other clues, did we, Gitz? Gitz is like, get you know, he's 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 gotten his wet card and he's shoving it back in the deck, <laughs> and he's like, he's looking down. He he's not even really saying. He normally Gitz is talkative, but he's unusually quiet. He's like, <laughs> he's just nodding. I need uh, Alexa. You've chosen to kind of leave the scene, so. Um... Vikram can't really get a read, but I need uh, Gitz and Thistle to make charisma rolls, mm. and I'm going to do the same thing uh, for Marixa here, just to see if uh, you know it's possible oh. that he could detect true oh, something. Oh, I I rolled a five. Cool. <clears throat> Ooh, I rolled a six. Yeah, nice. The loyal henchman. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Vikram does kind of. Uh, well, uh, he kind of lingers on you, Thistle, a little bit, mm. as if, like, it's almost a whiff of, like, there's more to this. Um, but uh, he just kind of nods and says, like, well, like you said, the wilds are dangerous, and um, I'm sorry they cannot be uh, so full of answers as we would have wished. But uh, you have his hat, you have his rifle, and um, <sighs> at least the broadheads can live on, Right. Kind of looking towards um, Rixa or yourselves for any kind of, like, affirmation to that. This all just nods. Right. Well, target practice. Let us continue as uh, uh, the deadline for those joining the Broadheads uh, should happen in the next couple hours. And then we will want to uh, divide up and go out hunting for that bastard right there. As uh, he uh, points at the Sky Whale, which has uh, moved uh, over the course of uh, 12 hours to, like, you know, a lake. But again, probably, like, you know, five kilometers away or something like that. Um, as, uh, yeah, uh, he turns his attention uh, back uh, to the hunting party here. Uh, I need one of the party members to make a luck roll, but I'm not going to say for what reason. Fenrial! It's Christy. Welcome back. Welcome back. Make a luck roll. Welcome back. Okay, please be nice. John, you've got such a beautiful singing voice. I thank you. I wasn't even trying, bro. I wasn't even trying that time. Uh oh. This seems like a bad reaction. I wanted to ask. No, no, I want to ask. There was interference with my roll. 
do I have permission to reroll? Oh. What 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 is interference in this case? Like it, it hit my mouse after it was on a good number. No, that's I'd say that's a legal rule. Fine, it's that's a nine, okay. Okay, well nine's not the worst, but it's not the greatest. Uh, but thank you, thank you, Chris. Well, I at least I was honest so and honest. asking. I could just rerolled. God approves. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. God's uh, on our side, y'all. Once in every, once in a while, <laughs> I think it's fine. You know, once in a while. For now, for <laughs> now, I'm a bit of a perv. Oh, God is a too. perv. <laughs> oh, no, get out of here, Fennec. <laughs> um, so, uh, based on luck roll, um, Louisa, as uh, Cindy, I need you to make intelligence roll. Oh, shit. I don't know what this exactly is for, but I'm going to use inspiration. Okay. Good idea. Oh, crap. Uh, oh, shit. Is that two ones? No, two twos. Ooh. Oh, man, that's, not great. that's pretty dang bad. Eleven. Uh, still good enough. Um, as we hinted at probably two episodes ago, uh, you know, as you're sending this email and kind of, you know, uh, pondering whether or not to reach out to Xavier, again, you look towards the road. Uh, and the uh, shots before we saw of uh, havoc of a, a party going out, hitting the road, yeah. and uh, following in the footsteps. Uh, Sinyi, with your inquisitive and smart self, uh, you kind of realize, like, yeah, I wonder if they're on our trail and how far they are now. Because. If they were on our trail, and they were, like, you know, correctly on our trail, they would have been here yesterday. So that means they were put up, or they're not following us, perhaps, if we're lucky enough. Or, you know, they took a wrong turn, they encountered interference. But, yeah, they might be here today. They're watching us right now. They could be here already. <laughs> but anyways, you're, you get that kind of sense of, uh, not paranoia, but uh, concern. Great. So he's going to stay in the truck. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. Um... And uh, you watch Cindy as, uh, yeah, the scene that we uh, were just starting before of uh, Sarah running, then walking uh, with Alexi uh, towards uh, Jonas. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm just going to repeat the same line because I, I think that's what Sarah would say. Um, she looks up towards uh, her dad and says, how mad are you? So Jonas looks down and then kind of like looks up at the people that arrived and then like looks at Alexi. Um and kind of just like, like, I, I want to say like, hopefully has a moment that Alexi understands is like, it's like, it's like one, like a action speaks louder than words. It's kind of like a thank you nod kind of thing. Like a, like, you know, you, you looked after her. Thank you. Um, mm -hmm. To like Alexi from the distance, I guess he's helping with the boat. And, uh, and then he looks down and he's like, he gets like down on a knee and he's like, Sarah bear. I'm not, I'm, I'm not mad. Yeah. Is this something you had to do? Yeah. I. And from what we saw, I'm really glad I did. And kind of uh, looking up towards Alexi with a smile. He really did take care of me. I wasn't worried at all. We saw something that I'd never seen before. I saw the stock. Um, and with that, Alexi just sort of like puts her hand on, puts his hand on uh, Sarah's shoulder and just says, um, Sarah, please, why don't you let me and your father talk for a bit? Uh, go inside. Okay, I am hungry, but... Uh, yes, I am sure there is some food. Uh, rest, you've had a long night. She kind of nods at that, and she offers up like the handle uh, for the uh, gun that she was carrying towards you, Jonas. Yeah, so 
he grabs the gun and then gives her the uh, like the 22 caliber whatever that he had to her. And so he takes his gun and then gives the 22 caliber and says like, it's yours now. Use it. Yeah. Defend yourself. Okay. Just kind of concerned by that. But um, again, heeding to Lexi's words and a little more concerned, but heads uh, inside where Wilma is on the porch, kind of ready to, uh, you know, uh, help Sarah out with getting a meal. The fuck is the stock doing here? And why are we still here if they're here? Um, Alexi just is, yeah, looks at Jonas, um, sort of pale faced. Uh, Jonas can tell that mm. something, something happened, something intense, something grave. Um, as he looks at Jonas and says, um, we must leave. We must leave here as soon as we can. Sarah is in danger. Uh, needless to say, I think people here know who she is, what she is. What the fuck? Uh, okay. Uh, listen, tell us everything you that happened first. Uh, Wait, let me get Sydney and Fenrir for this. No, 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 no. Listen, it is better if uh, it's better if this information comes out when it needs to. Uh, it might not be right for everyone to hear it all at once. Uh, I will tell you now what you need to know, and you will have to trust me. Alexei, I've never seen you like this, and you're probably the toughest guy I've ever met. If this is enough to scare you, then I'll, I'll trust what you're saying. But remember, there. sorry, I just want to remind myself the details of the last yeah. campaign. We we were informed that there's a group of dudes coming here to hunt us, yeah? Like, this is, this, this is like, Sinny told us this, right? There are people on your trail uh, who want to get at Sarah, uh, and they're a group called Actual One, uh, which would require some more uh, research uh, or, you know, information from Sinny about what they're all about. Uh, but there are definitely catalysts uh, involved. Right. Like catalysts are at the kind of helm of this. Yeah, he's going to look to Alexi. Alexi, we don't have much time. We, we got to prep for when these um, uh, catalysts arrive, and they're probably here soon. We're in danger right now. And if the stock yes. is here, then... No, they are not. There is nothing to fear from... And Alexi takes a pause, and you can see it's sort of a... He's afraid to almost say it, but... Uh, says um, the stock those creatures they are they are not a danger to us as of yet but it's complicated as Alexi is clearly distraught listen Jonas all you have to do is focus on becoming healthier, better, okay? Spend your time resting. You are of no use to Sarah if you cannot fight for her. Understand? Yeah, I, yeah, I know. I'm feeling feeling a lot better. I'm feeling actually uh, four stamina better. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no. Fun, fun, meta fun. Uh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm feeling a lot better, though. Uh, thank you. The only thing we need to do now is I was going to talk to Vikram here about uh, getting the, the group on board with uh, possibly ambushing this group that's after us and seeing how we can make that work. Uh, Jonas, one more thing. Uh, Vikram, it, uh, 
He may not be the man he appears to be. Um, just keep your distance. Um, if an ambush is what we need, we can create it without involving him directly. Understand? All right. Yeah, I'll... Yeah. Fair. I'll, uh, I'll keep your words in mind. Yeah. And then Jonas starts kind of like walking towards where Sarah was. As you two part at that moment after, you know, uh, gunshots kind of fire uh, there at target practice once again. Yes! Well shot, everyone! Willoughby! Improvement! You were definitely on the road with that shot. Sure enough, I hope that's your car that you skimmed there, but improvement! <laughs> See Willoughby smiling widely. <laughs> uh, and there's a person next to him just shakes his head and be like, that was my fucking car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, as he says... Now, I don't want to waste any more time. If you all want to join me out to the back, we'll go over the uh, hunting plan for the Sky Whale that will involve us in the next few days. Who's ready to collect some silver? Um, as uh, you hear some, like, cheers. Yeah. There's thousands of people. It's, it's a it's whole arena. A freaking baseball diamond field. Yeah. yeah. And Freddie Mercury's there. <laughs> Oh, that's how you get us to scream and Freddie Mercury's the oh my <laughs> What are we doing? Are we finally getting out of here? I would like to leave this place as soon as possible. Uh, but there are some complications. Things I must address before we can leave. How long is that going to take? We don't have much time. I will try to accomplish this... Uh, as soon as possible, but uh, I'm not sure. Like I said, it's complicated. Well, that doesn't give us a lot of information. No, it doesn't. So we have no timeline. And we all want to leave. But we're going to wait for... Yes! This. And Alexi just cuts her off. You will have to trust me. Make a uh, charisma roll, Alexei, just to see, uh, you know, how convincing or forceful uh, that is. Uh, 15. Yeah, it's intimidating. I love the idea of Fenrir being up in a tree while this conversation is happening. Um, (laughs) I think you just hear her uh, from above just saying, like, Well, I'd already planned on going, so. I agree that the best plan would be to leave. Like I said, there is business I have to attend to before that can happen. And it looks towards the tree and just says, um, If you can help me, maybe we can leave faster. What? I need someone who can get in places unseen. And then Fenriel just kind of scoffs and goes, Well, you got Sarah now, don't you? <laughs> and Alexi, I think with that, Alexi goes, you're right. I don't need to ask you. <laughs> ben Riel, I think Ben Riel will be like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> comes down yeah. the tree. Good, good, good. Nice. Sinyi rolls her eyes and slams her head against <laughs> the, the wheel. Uh, to hit and the horn she, as well for added yes. effects? Nice. Yes. Yes.
Sign is a tabletop role-playing game created by Jason Ox and myself, Julian Frid. This podcast is recorded in Toronto, Canada, and is edited and produced by Julian Frid, featuring myself as the handler, Jonathan Sconza as Alexi, Louisa Zhu as Sinyi, Stefan Till as Jonas, and Christy Bolton as Fenriel. Opening theme by Justin Malecki, with additional tracks created and performed by Justin Malecki, Julian Frid, and Liam O'Doherty. To learn more about Sign, visit signuniverse.com and join our mailing list for news about our upcoming sourcebook on Kickstarter. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at the Sign Universe, all one word. You can also find Sign Adventures and other media on our YouTube channel. Sign is a part of the Fable and Folly podcast network, with recording provided by Zencaster. If you like what you hear, please do like, share, and subscribe. But most importantly, thank you for listening. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Greetings. I am the modestly handsome obituary writer of this fetching town of Crestfall, Idaho, and this is Death by Dying. Death is exhausting. And so, after a long day of funeral attending, I had retired to my apartment to get some shut-eye. I loosened my Versace tie and changed into my Egyptian silk pajamas. Are you the detective in town? No, I'm the obituary writer. Really? Someone said you solve murder cases. Murder? I'm Charlotte, by the way. Forgive me, but I haven't gotten past the murder part. Charlotte, the friend I now have, is staying in the apartment above her Aunt Lillian's bookshop. She was my aunt. She was all I had growing up. I need to know why she's gone. Murder is the spice of life. I knew just who I had to see. The Angel of Death. We have become friends over the years. Careful. Death is ever-present. Her pet, the button-eyed raven, moaned inconsolably as usual. Your friends are abandoning you, one by one. You write about death, O.W. But how much do you know about what it feels like to lose someone? The shadow in the dark woods is making its way into Crestfall. Listen to Death by Dying on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher.